Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your World. All right, a couple of weeks ago, we discussed Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, yeah, we did. I've been thinking about it ever since, by the way. Yeah, uh, same. And I said we would get back into it uh, in, like, a different part. Yes. Because I don't remember how exactly I ended it, but we were discussing uh, the Sherman family's existence there up until 1996 when billionaire Robert Bigelow stepped in. Yes, that's exactly where we left off. So, picking up from there... uh, like I said, Robert Bigelow yeah. shows up, and he purchases the ranch. He's got a lot of money? He does have a lot of money. I believe he's what is referred to as a billionaire. Interesting. I, I've heard of this class of individual. Yeah. Uh, pretty rare. They tend yeah. to do a lot of things. Yeah, they, can, they can do a lot of things. Yeah. Well, I didn't look into him too much specifically, because we're not discussing him. He just owned the place. Right. Um and he, I think, was a Las Vegas uh, hotel. Sure, that makes sense. Builder, company Got guy. It. Yeah, if I remember right. Like I said, I didn't look it up. Uh, <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> well, we got other things to. Do. I'm just going trying to remember why, <laughs> what he did. But uh, the the brief things I did kind of read about him was that. I guess some family experiences got him interested in UFO phenomenon. And so he's been... Like his personal family? I believe so. Okay. Again. Like he's... Didn't look it up. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Good. No, I, I, I just came across a little part about this. And so it's worth mentioning. But he... Uh, yeah, I guess he had some experience or his family had some experience. It wasn't super clear. Uh, but he has been interested in UFOs and has gone so far in the 90s before he did what we're going to discuss here. I guess he donated $1 million to some UFO research organization to get them to stop complaining about lack of funds because that was like the thing. That yeah. We like, well, we, we had money. We could probably. Like a, like a government run. agency? I don't think it was or just. It was a. Uh, like MUFON or God, okay, one of those like just sure, just run by people. Yeah, um, he was just like, yeah. They, Stop. I guess they were saying like we don't have the money. If we had the money, we could research these things better. And he was like, "Here's a million dollars. Good luck." And then they screwed it up, I guess, from uh, the interview I saw with uh, <sighs> journalist George Knapp. He said they screwed whoever got the money screwed it up they pack all this money and they're like uh what are we gonna do yeah what we Uh, have ideas it's i don't know i don't know the organization but it's almost like it was a good out 
Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. just took that away, and then they had to do things. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's kind of what it seemed like. So I guess that frustrated him a little bit. Frustrates me. Yeah, it's just, it's frustrated anybody. Really, know about it? Yeah. Yeah. So then he went on to form his own research organization called the National Institute of Discovery Sciences, or NIDS is the acronym. All right. So he steps into Skinwalker Ranch, though. He hears, uh, I mean, it was in the newspapers and stuff that Terry Sherman was having. Yeah. Some crazy things happen on his property, and I guess word got out, and I guess spread up there to uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, and he heard about it. And he wanted to buy the ranch. Excellent. And he did. He initially purchased it, uh, looking to continue his push for UFO research. Because I guess the Uinta Basin, I missed this in uh, the last episode. I don't know, might have covered it, but not exactly. Sure. Uh, it's been a hot spot for flying UFO sightings since like the 50s. Okay. Into there was like a flap in the late 70s where people were seeing all sorts of flying saucers and I, they called them Mexican hat saucers and I don't really know what that is. I mean, because it makes you think about a flying sombrero. But, yeah, kind right? of. But like it's, I mean, but it's just I, like a top. Like an inverted top shape thing, then? I don't know. Uh, but it didn't sound like you're, you know, just your, like, flat. It had a specific, yeah. it had a dome. Yeah, and I guess it was, they would, it would buzz locals and they would be hit with bright green lights. And That's stuff. not good. Oh my God. And I guess there was a flap of this during the late 70s. So, just, what a decade. Maybe I can look into that a little bit more as a different topic. Sure. The Yunta. Flap. Flying, but, hat, flying hat flaps. Well, yeah, so he, he purchases it. He actually, uh, Terry Sherman continues to live on the property, too. To this day? No, no, no. Oh, well. I that, don't think so, at least. But then he was. But yeah, for a while he still did. Because it was a ranch still. Yeah. And I guess I, I guess they had some sort of deal where he worked on, he still lived on the land, but his nids got to come in here and do all their research and stuff um so there was a few different people living on the ranch at this time uh, a house caretaker said and this is when nids is starting to get rolling in here so we talked about all sorts of crazy sightings on our last episode so if you haven't heard that go back and check it out because uh, we're gonna get it's still weird. Like, Skinwalker Ranch is just full of weird stuff, and it doesn't really stop. Uh, but it seems pretty relentless. Yeah. It just keeps pounding on. Mm-hmm. So their uh, house taker had an encounter with, not who the other person with her was, uh, but just picking up, we got, we know the weird stuff is happening on the ranch now. Uh, people are aware of it, and they're looking out for it, right? Yes. So, I guess four cows went missing, which we know that Terry Sherman was already losing some cattle. Yeah, he doesn't like this. And he's not a fan. That's no. his livelihood. 
So when four cows were missing, they started looking for them, obviously, and it's nighttime. So they're looking for them, and they, they had like a big spotlight out, like one of those hand 900 candle power ones or whatever you want yeah. to call it. The super, super powered. Yeah, and I guess they were hitting the tree line trying to catch that eye shine or yes. or just see a cow standing there or try to get... I mean, you know, with, yeah, with so one of those they knew lights. where to go look. And with one of those lights, you'd think you'd be able to see a cow if it was there. Well, I think the the, the eye shine is more like if they're behind some bushes or right. something. Like you'd still catch yep. that little bit. It's noticeable, right? It stands yep. out when you hit that. Yeah. Like when I came home a couple nights ago. and Oh, no. It just happened. I thought I heard something. So I hit my flashlight because I had a little flashlight on me. There was just a cat chilling there, and its eyes glowed. Like, oh, that's cool. Super bright, and I was like, nice. what's up? Hey, cat. And then he no. ran away. Yeah. Good call. But yeah. So, um, when they were looking for this, these cows, though, a giant beam of light came from the sky and illuminated the entire area uh, of where they were at, just like bright as the sun. Uh, the other person, not the caretaker, so... I don't know who that was, but he happened to, he looked up into the light and his face became so hot. He like jumped and crawled to the ditch and started splashing ditch water onto his face to oh try to God. cool down. Yeah. So that's a bad time. I feel like this incident alone should, should have been all over normal <laughs> news. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a giant beam coming out of the sky that, you know, Excites a man's face. Well, should maybe be talked about by but some. It, it sounds like he just looked like he had a sunburn, though. So like, that's but like not really he was newsworthy. Of, yeah, if you're like this, this guy got a sunburn, and he says it was light in the sky. It was the middle of the night? Yeah, it was in the well, middle of the night. It's, not <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, but I mean, how do you prove that? Yeah. That's true. You just—it's his word, that, so that's true. Probably not newsworthy. Seems that's, pretty newsworthy. That's true. From I'm living in the moment of I'm like with this man <laughs> seeing it happen. Like, yeah, tell somebody about this. Yeah. Yeah, this guy just got his face cooked by something. Um so Nids uh when they came in, they you know, they're a research organization. They're trying to be scientific about this. Yeah. And it's a bunch of PhDs. Like scientists, yeah. Uh, like these people are legit. Like uh, Bob Bigelow, I guess, didn't really. He wasn't cutting corners. He's a billionaire, so yeah. And this he, is and like he his... has a genuine interest in these things, so right. he's his favorite trying to do it by the book. So he hires all these scientists to come in, and they go about doing science stuff. So like if we're gonna capture weird sightings here and document it and try to prove that there is some sort of phenomenon, abnormality, portal, like whatever it is, we're going to have to get the research and be able to prove it. So they put cameras up everywhere. They start monitoring flight patterns. They're testing soil. Good call. They look for any strange plants that could have like hallucinogenic properties anything weird with the water. Yeah. Uh, just trying to check all their boxes. Like, 
Okay, we know weird things are happening. Can we find a logical, simple answer to why these things are happening? And basically, all those things, no, no hallucinogenics, plants, no, no weird EMF readings or like something like from weather or anything. Right. Uh, so they, they kind of rule all that stuff out. But then weird things do continue to happen. We're happening. And so they, you know, try to get other things going. They, when they were new to the property, they built watchtowers. So you could sit up and have an overlook on the property. Good uh, idea. I think there were four of them scattered around the property. I could be wrong on that number. Yeah, but, at one point after you check all these boxes, now it's just like, well, what do we observe? Mm-hmm. What are we seeing? So they set about trying to find being able to observe these things. So they build watchtowers, and these watchtowers are surrounded with like a dog area, like they fence an area of it in. Okay. And because they bring dogs in, because the dogs they use as biosensors, because the dogs tend to react to things sometimes when people aren't noticing them. Right. And so they they turn the watchtower into a dog kennel too so that you have these dogs to alert you if something weird's happening and you know twofold then you can look around so when they were putting in these dog runs though uh something kept opening the gates and letting the dogs out so then they would go and they would get the dogs back in there wire the gates close and then the wire would just be gone so then they upped it to padlocks, and they started locking the gates. How'd that go? Well, the locks just vanished, so. So it's, this is an honest plant where you can ask, who let the dogs out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who, who did that? I, I don't know. Who let these dogs out? <laughs> it's a scientific paper just titled, Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> who did it? <laughs> who? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. What on earth? So, yeah. Weird. Dogs yeah. are keep getting out. Yeah. I don't know if that was just continued on for the entire time they had it, because it doesn't seem like that would just stop. You think you would just decide if it kept happening? Again, I'm not a scientist a part of this. Right. But, like, just have one guy, like, just make it pay. You got billions of dollars. Pay some guy just to watch the, the dog kennel. Well. Like, like, stay right by it. Like, don't be aware. Like, just... Well, they kind of do that. Okay. In a way. Okay. They started installing cameras all over the property. There we go. Okay. Yeah, like that, security cameras. That'll work. And yeah, so that way the grounds are basically covered. However, no. As soon as the cameras went up, the all the sightings and weird things that were happening seemed to occur just out of frame of the camera every time, as if. Whatever was happening happening, uh, had some sort of knowledge of what the cameras were viewing. Like, yeah, just not, out of frame. Not over there. Yeah, no. So, that's unfortunate when you're trying to catch these things. It's real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did still catch some strange things that they, you know, couldn't really explain what it was either. Mm-hmm. But it was none of, like, none of the real juicy stuff. Uh but like they caught a we- some weird fan shaped light kind of disturbance that would seem to be em- emitting from a 
like a mountain, okay. or like a, the ridge kind of. Sure. But it's it's hard to tell on a security camera. It just looks like you're like okay, well it looks a little weird, but you can't see that much. No. But then there is also a distinct line that erupted out of the ground, and it almost appeared to be like a, a what do they call it, contrail, like okay. something from like behind a jet or whatever. Yeah, out of the ground. Yeah, it seemed to come out of the ground and just go like it arced up, and yeah, so they caught uh, that, which they don't know what it was. No. And then I did see a little clip of this. There was there were also two structures that seemed to appear in frame at one point, and uh, it looks like the Twin Towers, briefly. Oh, like, my God. Kind of, like, shoots into frame. Disappears. Then, like, just, like, yeah, it, like, fades in and then, like, fades out, and it was like, uh, that's weird. And what years were these? Was this stuff happening? 90s, right? It was in the 90s, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So those things they did work on on camera, and I can show you those afterwards. Perfect. Uh, you can look it up. We just want little little teases for future terrible attacks and yeah. wars on terror. Just a little hint of that's good. Yeah, maybe. Who knows what it could have been? Who knows, right? But that's it. It does look like. Two large structures looming in. Yeah. yeah, so, like, what what kind of structures would those even have been? Uh, uh, I mean, they were... The World Trade Center was a pretty, like, well-known thing. It was. Thing. It wasn't just when they got knocked down that they became famous, you know? Correct. So people knew what they were right. looking at. And it had been targets of... Attacks before it, too. I don't remember what years that were, but it yeah, was actually before 2001. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's fun. Things happening just out of frame on camera and weird things appearing and disappearing. One time, some of the researchers were overlooking the property from a bluff, and they saw what appeared to be a dim yellow light out in the middle of the road. Uh, about 150 feet away, they thought. It looked like the the light just seemed to be floating, like three or four feet above the road. Great. Yeah. So one of the researchers had night vision goggles, or I don't know if they were goggles, night vision, some apparatus of some sort, some sort of infrared technology, and with them he used to, to view the light, and when he put on the infrared... The night vision, it seemed like the light appeared to be a three-dimensional tunnel. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Then, while he was viewing the tunnel, they saw what appeared to be a humanoid shape crawling on its stomach towards the, I guess, the light? Toward them? Like out of the light, because it then close the tunnel. It then grabbed the outside rim of the tunnel and pulled itself out, and then stepped down onto the road. Close the tunnel. Get him in there. It appeared as some sort of black form that seemingly had no neck 
and was approximately eight feet tall. Great. That's a good height for anything to be <laughs> eight feet tall. <laughs> but outside of that, they couldn't see, like, any distinguishing fig, like, yeah. stuff. Oh, my God. It then just ran into the darkness. And the light. Like, it's out of the tunnel now and just running into the darkness of Earth? Yeah. No! <laughs> you can't let that thing be here. Yeah, it's here. Where's that thing from? Nobody it's knows. The fourth dimension? Does it belong here? Yeah, and then the light or the tunnel that was like a three to four foot diameter shrank down in size until it closed out. There's just some sort cool. of eight foot crawling yeah, look, tunnel guy. Good job, guys. Just look what you just let these, out. Out in your yard now. He's like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Oh, I'm here now. No. Uh, so that's terrifying. Yeah, that's not good. I'd be like, uh, we should, uh, get inside. Does that make it safer? Yeah, is, I don't is that going to help like, us? <laughs> where do we go? Should we what get do inside we do? of a car? Dude, I think we should just leave. Can we just leave? Yeah. Are we done with maybe this? Maybe I should have kept looking at that thing instead of the light. Wow. Yeah, maybe we should you know, followed where that thing was going. Or just, you know, just to keep tabs on it. Just to know... Because you don't want that thing. Like, could, should they have like yelled at it? Like, no, you can't come here. Try. Like, like, hey, hey, dude, go turn around. Yeah. You're trespassing. Yeah. Wrong dimension, yeah, bud. This isn't where you want to be. <laughs> <Wrong> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... Got out of the wrong side of the tunnel. Just stay in your side of the tunnel. Yeah. Always stay in your side of the tunnel. Getting, yeah. Also, like, what was that thing doing? Was it, like, in whatever dimension it came from or whatever? The real questions. Like, oh, a tunnel. Where yeah. does this go? Huh. Yeah, just <laughs> imagine you're... just crawled through? <laughs> <laughs> or was just, like, it planned? No, just imagine you... But if it was planned, why were you crawling? Yeah, is that if how... I think if you're going to put a, a dimension portal or whatever, you'd make it so you could just walk through. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I don't know about this. That, that would that would make sense. That Functionally, that would be how you should make the tunnel. Maybe gravity's different there. Maybe they crawl in that world. That's just how they're built. But then why do you get up and run in our world? Because he's, I mean, he's like. He's like, oh, they stand on two legs in this world instead well, of rolling around on their bellies. Well, it's like Superman, the sun here affects him differently. He feels the gravity of our earth and he's like, I can be a god here. It's like, and he just hops out and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Imagine if you were just in the yard and you see this weird tunnel and you look at it and you're like, huh. Then like you start to play with it, like you go just to crawl through. Then you, you stick your hand through, and like you move your arm, and it feels like you could just lift like eight trucks. And you're like, huh. well, "That's weird. What if I put my whole body here?" <laughs> Whoosh. Yeah. And you're like, "Wow." But then you get there, and you're like, "There's nothing oh, to do. You just, just go str- run into the woods." Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I feel like I'd, I feel like I could conquer this planet, but there's nothing really here. Except those guys over there. Yeah, I don't think they're important. They look freaked out. Yeah, weird. It's like I wonder. Hmm. Do they want to worship me? Do they know my power? Maybe. Yeah, let's go to the woods. Yeah. So the other thing that the scientists were starting to get a sense of when they were out on the ranch was that like whenever they were getting ready to document stuff or whatever was happening yeah, uh, would change in response to whatever they were doing. Okay. So if they, they were going to try to, say, catch on video that guy... And they knew he was going to come again at this time or whatever. Yeah. Like, they'd get set up and then, I mean, I'm just throwing out a hypothetical. Right, exactly. But they, like, would set up and then it would happen, but it would happen somewhere else, like, so that they had nothing. There's no way they could have. Yeah, they couldn't plan Actually got it. 
that and they started to get a sense that it was like pranking them like yeah it seemed like it was just being a trickster type deal well it's like who's observing who really you know like who's the real focus of this experiment right Uh, this who knows right so that that makes things difficult though when you're trying to prove things it seemed they thought that it seemed to be like have foreknowledge of what they were doing which is also good. This thing is also from like ninth dimension, and it can get whiffs of like the future, just enough to be like, you know, predict. And I think I'm, you know, they're they're gonna do this, and I'm gonna do this. Yeah, and I'm gonna fuck with them while they do this. Yeah, because I feel like a god. Mm-hmm. So another time, uh, some strange large tracks were seen on the property. Always a good sign. The best. Which. I uh, never got a description of. It just said strange large tracks. Um, so with, obviously they had cattle loss in their mind. And the Shermans, you know, they, their cattle yeah. is their big thing. So they set off the, they see the weird tracks and they're like, well, we better go check on the cows. So as they walked the path, the Shermans passed the... Uh, a pen with they're like prize bulls in it you know like they're yeah top guys yeah that's their guy they're studs yeah and heck yeah so they they were walking by and they're talking about wow it would really suck if anything happened to these bulls that'd be a real bummer some guy's like don't say it out loud yeah (laughs) say and Sherman says these are my cows yeah be like you know the other cows it sucks, but we'd be really, really bad off if we lost the bulls. You know, it'd be the worst thing ever. Yeah. If these bulls went away. Mm-hmm. That would be horrible. I bet it would just be. Yeah, it'd be a utter. Mm, I was gonna say an utter tragedy, but it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. It's a bull. It wouldn't apply. Right. No. Bulls no, don't have no udders. udders there. No. Mm-hmm. So they check on the the herd though, and everything seemed herd's, in order. Herd's enough. doing good. Yeah, it's chilling. Perfect. Uh, and then on the way back, they saw that the bullpen was empty. Oh, I just went for a walk, maybe. <laughs> so Terry, in a panic... Terry was there. Damn it. Yeah. This poor guy. Uh, he thought the worst had happened, so... He knows. He starts running around, like, no, not my bulls. I just said how horrible that would be if this happened. So then... Uh, near the bullpens, they there's a small trailer, and it's just like a little, it's like a trailer that you would take off of. It's just not on wheels or anything. It's just sitting there. Okay. Uh, and they kept like tools and just things like that in there, and he happened to just look in there, and all four bulls were stuffed into the small trailer, and they were all standing there with. Like, no room between any of them and the trailer. And they just appeared to be in some sort of catatonic daze. But they were alive. They were alive. And Terry yelled out to his wife, the the bulls are in the trailer. And as soon as he yelled it out, it broke whatever trance they were in. And We are in the trailer. And the bulls (laughs) went nuts and, like, destroyed the insides of the trailer. Ended up kicking a door 
out and everything. I bet. Uh, yeah. So that's weird because Sherman said like there's no way that uh, he could have spent hours trying to get those bulls in there and not that never would have happened. Yeah. Like they would not have wanted to go into that enclosed space. Definitely not all four of them. No. And the fact that they were just standing there dazed and like calm is even weirder. Like right. nothing about this made any sense to him whatsoever. They were hypnotized by the energies of a beast from a parallel reality. Yeah. Just getting the and he uses his power, he's like, I am a god. Bulls go in that trailer. Hello? Well, it gets even weirder oh, because no. Nids is here at this point, right? Yes. So they're like, uh, okay, well, let's see. Let's try to figure this out. And like, so there was, I only saw a few pictures of it, but it was like, uh, there's one bigger side door that had like a big swinging lock thing that like went up to okay. open the trailer door. Yeah. And it would swing open. That door wasn't even used. And that would have been the door that they would have had to use to get the cattle to go so in there. they teleport the cows in there? Because, like, the Nids guys, they examined the door. And from what they could tell, it was never open. It had, like, cobwebs attaching to the frame and, like, the door. So, like, you know, cobwebs would break yeah, if you, would... the door had been open. Right. Or anything like that. They, uh... So, they don't know how the cows got in there. They, I guess, could have just been teleported. They uh, walked through a tunnel. Yeah, tunnel like, bulls. And the only other th- thing that they could find was that the metal structure of the corral had somehow become magnetized, and it dissipated over like a little bit of time. Oh, but, okay, it but had, it was a, it mag- become it was a magnetic field on the corral. That's weird energy. That could be tunnel energy. Could be tunnel energy. I don't know. It's <sighs> pretty crazy. So there's a photo of the bulls that I got to see after the event, uh, because then Nids like showed up and yeah, documenting they look, stuff. Look crazy. He looks so grumpy. I've never looked at a cow and been like, <laughs> "That looks like a grumpy cow." <laughs> but like, had a bad time. But yeah, I, it just looks. What? It looks. I thought I was dreaming. I'm in a trailer. <laughs> yeah. You kick out the doors, the sides. Yeah. It looks. What are you doing in here? What are you doing really in here? Upset. What are you doing in here? What am I doing in here? What are you doing in here? Let's get out of here. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of here. Move. <laughs> Let's get out. Yeah. So that was fun. So they're letting some animals out. They're putting some animals into things. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Just, But that's like a prank. Like he was it's just totally a prank. He just was like, oh, this would suck if we lost the cows. And then whatever interdimensional thing that's hanging out is like, oh, Watch this. I'm going to hide the cows yeah. in this trailer. So I think the He's going to freak gone. out, and then it's going to be hilarious. I hope that when that thing is watching and the cows wake up and start trashing the trailer, he's like, oh, I didn't think they'd do that. Yeah. I thought, like, thought I hypnotized them. Like, That's a surprise. Oh, I only did it for like 20 minutes, I guess. I guess I it's in charge of the batteries. Well, no for, future, for future. Not my trailer. Not my problem. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. <laughs> uh So, I mean, uh, bull uh, trailers, come on. What the hell? Yeah. Out of 80 cattle that the Shermans had, 
They had lost 14 before Nids had showed up. And while Nids was on site, they lost an additional 12. Yeah. The neighboring property was also having some trouble losing some of their animals. uh, Because Nids, when they showed up, they did background checks on everybody in the area. Makes sense. They went and talked to neighbors. Like, they they did their due diligence. Make sure nobody has an affinity for killing or stealing animals or... Yeah, I guess. Fucking around. Or just, you know, I don't know. Anything. Any any weird stuff that they just need to know about. Or, I guess, probably to find out if weird things were happening. To them, too. To them, too. Which, one neighboring property uh, was losing cattle, and they seem to have been dropped into the pasture for significant heights. No! Yeah. So it seems like something was just picking them up, putting them up really high, and then just dropping them to see what happened. What happened? Did they not make it? They did not make it. (laughs) Oh, no. So really high. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. It's not just like a 12-foot boop. It's a... Yeah. No, it was like... Yeah, like, they're up there. And they're dropping them. And they're going... Sky sky cows. Sky cows. And they become ground cows. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, another weird thing that happened. Uh, One time the Shermans went out to tag some of the nearly... Newly birthed calves with ear tags. Okay. Uh, so they had their dog with them. They tagged one calf, and then they wandered 300 yards away to the next calf, went about doing that. And I guess what they did when they did it, they didn't just like stick the thing in it. It wasn't like an ear piercing, but they like weighed the calf, okay. like examined it and all that kind of stuff. So it took a little bit of time, but not that much. Sure. So they were away from that first calf for what they guessed was a little over a half hour. Their dog started growling and snarling with its hackles raised and going nuts, all looking in the direction of where they had tagged that first calf. Then all of a sudden, the dog just took off in the opposite direction and was never seen again. Oh, the dog peaced out. Yeah, he was like, all right, I'm sick of this shit. I'm done. New life. Uh, the Sherman's obviously concerned about what was going on in the direction the dog had been looking because I believe at this point they had probably thought the dog would come back still. It's usually what you assume. Mm-hmm. Dog won't be gone forever. Yeah. Uh, so they head back over to where they saw the mother of the calf had, was running back and forth uh, in a weird semicircle and it was obviously in some sort of panic, huffing, puffing, just going nuts. And it was also limping. And they didn't see the calf at first, so they got closer and closer, and then there it was. The calf was spread eagle on its back, all four limbs splayed out, all the muscle from its torso was gone, and guts were all removed. All of its insides was just gone. It was basically the head... Uh, the four limbs, and just a rib cage and spinal column was all that was there. I scooped him out. Yeah. Like you were sitting there with the ice cream. Yeah, and I can show you a video of that, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, all the muscle was gone from the torso, and 
an ear was also sliced off. Sure. Even more strange was that there was no blood on the ground or anything anywhere nearby. It was just no blood. Just a clean, clean steel. Yeah. Uh, and Nids apparently was actually off-site this day. Sure. Uh, it said they were in like Las Vegas for some thing, and they got Sherman called them though, and was like, "Hey, uh, this happened," and they came back. They were like, oh, yep, that sounds like something we should probably look into. Got more things to do. And again, doing that when they know that they're gone, too. Yeah. That makes sense also. Mm-hmm. So they they return. And, and they're like, what the hell? The They determined that the ear... So they brought the whole team. And they yeah. even had like a veterinary scientist with them. And, you know, they're trying to do their best to figure out what's going on. They found the ear was cut off with something insanely sharp, scalpel precision. Uh, they found a little bit away from the calf, they found a femur that had been ripped from the ball and socket joint, which they said is just immensely difficult to do for like something like a cow or like, I mean, think of your hip, you know? Yeah, like, you gotta really give it a yank. Yeah. A lot of muscle around that. So that's fucked. Yeah, that hurt. Makes my hips hurt just thinking about it. Literally having the same reaction. Uh, The ribs were cut away with something sharp and heavy enough, something machete-like to get through the ribs in order to get into that chest cavity. The technology or the things that's built into this, what what are we doing? And like I said, all of this had happened in the 30 to at most 40 minutes they had been away. Just... Done. Yeah. Uh, Nids, along with the veterinarian, studied everything that they could. They went so far as to get test blood samples and, like, pour it in the earth and stuff so that they could see, like, did it somehow get, like, absorbed somewhere and we're not finding it. And, uh, like, the blood that he used to test sat there for days or a while before it was no longer visible to the eye uh, days though so like a lot longer than 30 minutes right so still not the conclusion they came to was that uh this thing couldn't have been killed here like there's no way a nearly 90 pound calf could be killed like that and just not a single drop of blood spilled no unless I was going to say this if what I was about to say was scientific fact. Sure. Unless there was like a, unless they had used like a teleporter, like Star Trek, well, and just pinpointed parts of its body and just, oh, as opposed yeah. to taking the whole thing and then doing surgery, mm-hmm. it's like we want this, this, and this. Yeah. And it picks up any of the splatter. It just takes it away. Nothing to, nothing to go anywhere. Yeah, and so there were multiple mutilations on the site. This was the most. Intense one, I guess. Sounds intense. Because other ones would be like parts missing and stuff like that. Like, still weird. Right. But not a whole. But not just like display. Yeah. And and the so the other thing they said was like that when so it had to have been teleported or whatever. Yeah. Killed somewhere else and then put back. So they had to like they put it back like that on purpose. So I guess, and I guess they even went to like a, 
don't remember the term, but like a psychoanalyst or whatever. See what it means? Yeah, and they said it was like a threat or like it was almost ritualistic. It's like, okay, well, that's probably... I, mean, I don't like that guy's best guess. Yeah. yeah it's, it means they're dangerous. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Weird. What a revelation. Yeah, they don't... Don't mess with them. We don't plan on to... You know, that's not Try our goal. not to. That's not our purpose in life. Yeah. So, that is over the course of, you know, years. They have all sorts of stuff that tried their best to document. Yeah. And, unfortunately, unless unless they have something they haven't released yet, uh, there's they never really got any evidence that they could, you know, definitively be like, this is what's happening. It's all just weird right. stuff. Just like uh, the Shermans were. And like the, Terry, the Shermans and Terry's is still trying to raise his cows. And he's got scientists running around studying stuff. Mm-hmm. And just not going well. Yeah, so Bigelow and Nids were on the property from 96 to 2016. So they had 20 years worth of research. So they, I was going to say they just left uh, six years ago. Yeah. But they... They just recently, you know, within the modern era, called it quits. Yeah. And, Damn. And so I don't know what ended up convincing them to move on or if they just, you know, were like, well, it's just a bunch of weird stuff and nothing we're doing is helping or yeah. finding. We're not finding anything. But uh, so he sold the property to somebody that was going to continue researching and we now know that that has turned into a History Channel TV show. Is it aired yet? Yeah, I think it's on like the third season. Oh, jeez. Because if you like end up looking up, uh, if you're trying to find videos on this. It's all going to be that. It's a lot of that on YouTube and everything. Which is why trying to cut through and like find some of the other stuff is a little bit difficult. Because I'm interested to check out the show. I don't normally end up liking those History Channel shows. Just because they do the whole, all right, we're going to build up to something. We say we got something. We're going to lead, string you along for 25 minutes yep. in this episode with yep. a bunch of stuff. And we're going to get a commercial break. A commercial break. And then it's going to be like, oh, well, it wasn't really anything. All right. Tune in next week. Yeah. Okay. That's how I feel like those are a lot of the time. And I'm not too interested in that. But just the fact that it is on Skinwalker Ranch and everything, I might... Check yeah. out a bit and see. Just seeing the ranch would be cool. Just to yeah. put it, you know, seeing someone walk through the property in mm-hmm. three dimensions as opposed to reading or seeing pictures. That could be cool. Yeah, and there's a documentary on, uh, I think you can just find it on Amazon or like any anywhere you can rent movies, I think, uh, called Hunt for Skinwalker. Okay. And I watched it. It was, it was pretty good. Like, it... I covered basically everything because yeah. we hit all the the lore about the place. It's like all the craziest stuff that yeah. people have witnessed. Um, so, and that's where you can see some of the videos that I said of what they captured. It's probably the easiest place to find them because I don't know if you can find that just diving through right. YouTube. It seems like searching for things on the internet's become more difficult lately. Don't you think so? Yeah, it's kind it, of annoying. It's way cluttered. Yeah. And then sometimes Google does just start going to the library again. Yeah. I mean, we should probably do that anyways. Archives. 
Yeah. Newspaper archives is a place that should be pursued. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That'd be something just to see because typing something into one of those things, I figure might give some good hits just on whatever articles have been written and digitized. But you go into Google, and half the time it's links that go to the same things. Well, you can use Google Scholar too. Oh. Uh, are you not aware of Google Scholar? No. Yeah, well, everybody should be if you're trying to do yes. more research stuff. We sh- I should be aware of this. It's just Google Scholar, and then you can so look like, for more like research papers like or research papers. Okay. And more legit sources than your History Channel ad and things like that. Well, then I have to become acquainted with Google Scholar. Yeah, that'd be helpful. Good. It's not always helpful for our subject matters but sometimes it is you never know right yeah what is they what'd you write about oh yeah so yeah the, that's skinwalker ranch part two. Oh yeah well and do they is the place isn't open I guess, for people to come is it no it's privately owned God. and they have like armed security and stuff like make some you want to make some money yeah I, and then see if people get ripped apart yeah, or if they get dropped out of the sky. Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, sign a waiver. If anything weird happens, we're gonna happens put you in to the you. pen for a week. You're gonna roam. It's 480 acres. Yeah, find something. Find to just something to do. Go camp. Yeah, just send a bunch of find people. that guy that came out of the portal. Hang out with him. Yeah, find <laughs> find eight foot tall scare man. Yeah, that the scary part about that is like it sounds kind of like a Sasquatch, like the no neck. Eight yeah, feet tall. yeah, yeah. But like they didn't see. Anything definitive about it. They said it was just a black shape. Could have been the night. Could have been his weird cloaking technology. I bet it's rare that we see their cloaking technology immediately after they jump through a portal. Maybe it, it wears off. Mm-hmm. And they get... Then they just get blurry and well, stuff. In one of the... In that documentary, I don't know what they were talking about. Because they kept talking about it like I was supposed to know what it yeah, was. Yeah, what was that? They kept saying the Predator shape guy or like the predator looking one Did they just mean like predator from the predator? movie yeah yeah that's what i was like uh if you guys got predator running around like the space yeah you let that man you leave you don't pick up any weapons and you leave that man alone but then like i think i did mention in skinwalker one that they there seemed to be one with like the predator camo technology that sounds like i think you did so maybe that's what they were referring to but like in this documentary, they kept mentioning it, or like a couple times they mentioned yeah. it, but they never explained what it was. And I was like, well, I guess it's good I did my own research before watching this. Right. Oh, yeah, you're just supposed to know what predator technology yeah. is. Like, okay. Yeah. So vaguely invisible, but you can see a little little glimmer. Oh, mm-hmm. predator technology from that totally real thing that exists. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe... In the future, there will be a Skinwalker 3, but it'll probably be a while from now. That's all right. I'll be waiting. We'll have to find out if more weird stuff happens. Yeah, any, again, any sky cows or... Sky cows. Any tunnels opening up? Tunnel boys. Tunnel boys from alternate dimensions. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a tunnel boy, <laughs> uh-huh. just write us an email. Yep. Weirdandfreepodcast at gmail.com. Just, yeah, or just portal it over here i guess yeah what if i whoa oh, hello sir just yeah he just appears gives us a review two thumbs down made fun of my tunnel it's like, crawled <laughs> right like dr strange opening portals just yeah. little circles all over the place yeah 
great, but then Doctor Strange has to crawl through. <laughs> yeah, and then he stands up like a scary person and just runs into the woods. Yeah. Stephen, where are you going? This is just who you are now. Mm-hmm. But uh, then the patreon.com slash we're in fear of the Instagrams, the social medias, write us a review. That's good. That's mm-hmm. a good thing. Yes, please. And support the show any way you can. All right, guys. Stay safe. Watch out for tunnels or go into tunnels if you see them. Yeah. You could maybe you would be a different world's scare guy, scary man. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, please. That's, yeah. that's the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Important questions. Right. All right, guys. Stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Thank <laughs> you.